Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Fabulous friends. God does indeed know our names, but in case you don't know mine, I'm Penny from Penny's Empowerment Club.com, Happy Little Mamas.com, and a few other dot coms out there. Good morning. It's such a fabulous day. So great to have you with me um, this morning. CJ Skyler and my mother are sleeping in. I'm joined by our little cat, Peaches. Um, there was a deliverance prior last night deliverance ministry training that was attended. Uh, I unfortunately was not able to go. And so they're going to sit in this morning. A uh, very good reason to do so. Uh, goodness gracious. Thank God for another day. I apologize for any kind of static or if my voice comes and goes or even if the call gets dropped. 
Um, there's currently a storm overhead with a lot of lightning, and we're under flood watch until um, well after this call is over. If at any point in time you would like to have a copy of the agenda so that you can follow along to know what music we're going to listen to, what prayer we're going to pray, and where we're getting those prayers from, you can download the free agenda at penningtonpowerclub.com forward slash walk. And, uh, yeah, get your copy ASAP. Also, um, I want you to please check out, please consider downloading, and this is also free, a prayer request log. It's an amazing tool to help you build your faith. And I know that so much going on, sometimes it's really, really difficult to keep our eyes on the prize, to keep our eyes on God, and not, you know, turn our head to the left or to the right because we get so upset, so hurt, so disappointed, frustrated, anxious, you know, all these different emotions about the things that are going on in our lives, um, especially whenever we have a specific vision for our lives, a goal, or, you know, a desire in our heart, and we see that everything seems to be frustrating, it's frustrating it. Because it's not coming, it's not appearing, you're not seeing answers that you want to see. So, you know, in one of those times, we really just need to hang on to our faith because we're not going to stay in that season forever. Seasons change, uh, circumstances change, and of course, God can change anything and everyone, uh, which is, you know, a really, really good thing uh, in so many ways. Let's go ahead and get started, though. Let's say our dear Lord prayer. Dear Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for our being able to see and hear this morning. We are blessed because you are forgiving God and an understanding God. You have done so much for us and you keep on blessing us. Forgive us for everything we have done, set our thought that was not pleasing to you, and for the times when we withhold the blessing or did not come to the sense of someone who needed it. We ask for your forgiveness. Please keep us safe from all danger and harm. Help us to make the best of each and every day to clear our minds so that we can hear from you. Please broaden our minds so that we can accept all things. Let us not whine and live over things we have no control over, and it's the best response when we're pushed beyond our limits. We know that when we can't pray, you listen to our hearts. Continue to use us to do your will. Continue to bless us that we may be a blessing to others. Keep us strong that we may help the weak. Keep us uplifted that we may have words of encouragement for others. We pray for those that are lost and can't find their way. We pray for those that are misjudged and misunderstood. We pray for those who don't know you intimately. We pray for those that don't believe, but we thank you that we believe. We believe that God changes people and God changes things. We pray for all our sisters and brothers and for each and every family member in their household. We pray for peace, love, and joy in their homes that they are out of debt and all their needs are met. We pray that every day that exists knows there is no problem, circumstance, or situation greater than God. Every battle is in your hands for you to fight. We pray that these words be received into the hearts of every day that sees it and every ear that hears it. God, we love you and we need you. Come into our hearts, please. Amen. Indeed, we definitely want the Lord to come into our hearts. We want to open our hearts to him, that he has a place to come into. And we are definitely here to worship him. Night of the world, you step down.
He is most definitely wonderful to me, to you, and to all of us. Oh, good Lord God. Thank you so much for another day. Thank you for allowing us to come together in prayer. Please help us to continue to seek your ways, to always look toward you, to not look to the left or right, to focus just on you, especially when things seem to be inexplicably wrong, inexplicably mean or cruel and hurtful. In those times especially, Lord, please help us to remember you, to turn to you. Help us to always grasp hold of your hand, morning, noon, at night, to praise you, to give you thanks, to worship you and honor you, and to seek your face, Lord. Today's daily thought is keeping the windows open. Our souls are the windows through which the world receives light, the pores through which it breathes, its channels to its supernal source. When we do good, speak words of kindness and deep wisdom. Those windows open wide. When we fail, they cloud over and shut tight. Such a shame, this loss of light, this loss of breath and fresh air. A stain, a stain can be washed away, but a moment of life, how can it be returned? Please keep the windows open. This is another, I mean, every day I can't even say this without the thought. <laughs> And this is a biggie. This is a good one. This is amazing because it says the souls are the windows through which the world receives light and the pores through which it breathes its channels to the supernal source. And it is indeed true. When we look around, we see the world and we think, you know, the, the uh, chalkboard in front of me, for example, the child chalkboard in front of me is this colored thing. Um, I look at my hands and our hands are matter, solid matter. And actually they're not. We're full of pores, we're made of atoms, and if you think about every little atom, how it comes together, um, and somehow our bodies and, you know, our vehicles, our homes seem to take and hold their shape, and yet this isn't all there is. Where did we originate from? How did we come into being? It says in the Bible that God spoke and things came to be, and he breathed life into Adam, and so here we are today. That is truly amazing. When he breathes the life in, he breathes the soul. In the Jewish teachings, it says that it, you know that's when he breathes the soul into us. How amazing is it to think that every single one of us had our soul given to us? As we go through life, we forget the real world isn't what we see. The real world is, is the spirit world. It's where our souls originated from, where we originated from. Everything is energy. As many different movements teach, everything is energy. 
And indeed, it is true. Everything is energy. And and, uh, matter is never destroyed. It's either changing into something or morphing from something, but it never gets destroyed. So when our bodies go, when we die in this life, um, our lives truly are not over. We're just going to morph into something else. And that is the the soul aspect. And um, it's so easy to get caught up in day-to-day living and just, you know, thinking about the bills and the repairs that we need to make on our homes and our vehicles and any kind of relationship troubles we may be having, financial troubles, that we forget. We forget to to remember where our source is, where we came from, where you know, we originated from. So this thought is just, you know, a friendly reminder to keep in mind that what we see isn't all there is. And we do have to deal with it and we do live in this world, but the real world is the spirit world. And as long as we hang on to that, that we are more than just our bodies, you know, we're more than our bodies, we're more than society says that we're supposed to look like, we're way more than that. And if we remember that or we try to hang on to that thought, it really makes a difference in how we go out and approach the world. Instead of being just a material world, materialistic, I guess, view, um, when we're looking at something and saying this is all there is, when we keep in mind that we are schools, we're more than that, we're energy, then we know this isn't all there is. There's so much more. And that's when we keep the window open to all these blessings and to more light. It's not a, a closed experience to where this is all we get. So yeah, truly, truly powerful thoughts. Okay, so today's Psalms are chapters 29 through 34. And as always, we begin with chapter 145. And if you want to know why we do it this way, chapter 145, then we say the Shema, and then we say the daily rotation. I have a link to that in the Daily Prayer Walk agenda that you can download for free at pleaseempowermentclub.com forward slash walk. Uh, it'll have info in there as well as links to the prayers and even the songs if you'd care to purchase them. Okay, so Psalm 145. Bear with me. My computer seems to have broken. Let's see here. I'm not sure what's going on here. I can pop open another Bible. Several of you. Like many of you, I have several. Well, I'm waiting for either the computer to respond or for find the exact spot in my Bible. Um, how many Bibles do you have in your home? Do you have a Bible? And if so, uh, which is your favorite version? Feel free to chat with me here. Um, we can chat about that while we wait for the system. And also, as we go along, at any point, if you have a thought, an idea, if something just hits you and moves you, um, if you have a praise report, a prayer request, please feel free to chat with me because these calls are live. And after this call is over, um, you can send all that to me through my contact page on any of my websites or through a private message on social media. Um, if there's anything that I can ever do for you to help you stay encouraged, please feel free to reach out to me. I can't explain how much that helps me. <laughs> it helps me as much as it helps you. I've gone through so much, and I have so much in my heart that um, I really feel like I need to do something with that. I need to do something with my experiences. And I, I would absolutely love to be able to reach out to someone. If you feel like venting or if you're going through a hard time, you know, don't hesitate. Contact me. <laughs> I've been there, done that. You want to talk a Abusive relationship, um, I think it used to be fruitcake. I had different colored bruises. I've been raped. I've been, <laughs> I've had a ton of things happen to me, both because I put myself in a bad position, literally um, not having the right training, um, and wanting to go experience the world, and it set me up on a path of, of some really hurtful lessons. If I can someone from going through that, especially a young person. If I can say, hey, look, this is how I messed up. This is what happened to me when I made this choice and it was hurtful. You know, all the hurtful things that could potentially happen. You know, give them information, knowledge that they can learn from my mistakes. I, I really think that 
as we go forward, we should share some of our, obviously, you know, we need to deal with our situations first. And if you don't feel comfortable doing it, don't do it. But if at all possible, when you go through something, help somebody else so that they don't make the same mistake. You know, let's, let's help each other move forward and get better each generation instead of holding on to what we learned and just saying, oh, well, you know, it's not my place to say anything or, you know, that's not for me. I should mind my own business. Sometimes it helps so much to have a mentor. And I really highly encourage every single one of us, every single one of you to get a mentor. I'm looking at getting a mentor, actually a few of them, for business, for spirituality, for um, different aspects in my life because we all need that guidance. And the world is leading us in a way aware that says, you know, as long as it feels good, there's no problem with that. And actually there is a problem with that, you know, on a whole level. Like when we're parenting our children, just because it feels good for them to eat cake doesn't mean that we're going to let them gorge on cake every single day or, you know, for an entire day not have anything else except cake. Um, there are going to be other times when a child is going to have a reaction towards an ingredient in the cake and so they can't have it at all. As, you know, our ultimate father, God sees all these things. And even though it's upsetting to us and we're crying over the cake or whatever it might be, he ultimately can see what is good for us and what isn't. So a lot of times we need to have faith and trust in that. But um, I digress. <laughs> Chapter 145. I pray to David, I shall exalt you, my God the King, and I shall bless your name forever and ever. Every day I shall bless you and I shall praise your name forever and ever. The Lord is great and very much praised, and His greatness cannot be searched. Generation to generation will praise your works, and they will recite your mighty deeds. Of the majesty of the glory of your splendor, and of the words of your wonders I shall speak. And the strength of your awesome deeds they will tell, and your greatness I shall sing. Of the remembrance of your abundant goodness they will speak, and of your righteousness they will sing. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, and of great kindness. The Lord is good to all, and His mercies are on all His works. While your works will thank you, O Lord, and your pious ones will bless you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom, and they will speak of your might, to make known to the children of men his mighty deeds, and the glory of the majesty of his kingdom. Your kingdom is the kingdom of all times, and your ruling is in every generation. The Lord supports all who fall, and strengthens all who are bent down. Everyone's eyes will see with hope, and you give them their food in his time. You open your hand and satisfy every living thing with its desire. The Lord is righteous in all his ways, and kind in all his deeds. The Lord is there to all who call him, to all who call him with sincerity. He does the will of those who fear him, and he hears their cry and saves them. The Lord guards all who love him, and he destroys all the wicked. My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord, and all flesh shall bless his holy name, ever and ever. Amen. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Bear with me, my computer again has frozen. We're going to go into our daily sound rotation. And the sounds for today are in 29-34. Chapter 29. The name of God appears 18 times in the song, corresponding to which our faith is established 18 blessings Yamira. The entire song can be interpreted as referring to the giving of the Torah and the ingathering of the exile. A song by David, render to the Lord, children of the mighty, render to the Lord honor and strength. Render to the Lord the honor due to his name. Bow down to the Lord in resplendent holiness. The voice of the Lord is over the mighty waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord is over many waters, mighty waters. The voice of the Lord resounds with might. The voice of the Lord resounds with majesty. The voice of the Lord breaks cedars. The Lord shatters the cedars of Lebanon. He makes them leap like a calf. Lebanon and Syria like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord strikes flames of fire. The voice of the Lord makes the desert tremble. The Lord causes the desert of Kadesh to tremble. The voice of the Lord causes the doe to calve and strips the forest there. And in his sanctuary, all proclaim his glory. The Lord sat as king at the flood. The Lord will sit as king forever. The Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Amen. Chapter 30. This psalm teaches one not to be distressed if God visits suffering upon him in this world, or only through suffering can one enter the world to come. Even if one of great spiritual stature should realize that his stability is not guaranteed, but that 
all is in the hands of God. A song, a song dedicated to the house, a dedication of the house by David. I exalt you, Lord, for you have uplifted me and did not allow my enemies to rejoice over me. Lord, my God, I cried out to you and you healed me. Lord, you have brought up my soul from the grave. You have kept me alive that I should not descend to the pit. Sing to the Lord. Goodness, my computer has just done a uh, weird thing. It's interesting to be having so many technical issues. Um, I don't remember ever having so many technical issues in my life. <laughs> but sometimes whenever you're trying to do something for the Lord, there's going to be things that happen. Because obviously the enemies do not want you to go forward. They don't want you to seek God's face. They don't want you to pray. Because even though they mock and even though they laugh at you, they might be laughing and mocking and saying, you know what? We're so much stronger than you. We're so much better than you. You don't have anything. You haven't done anything. Even though they are mocking, as it says in the Bible, let them curse, but you bless. So while they're there laughing and cursing, yet they are afraid of us saying a simple prayer to our God. We don't have to be stronger. We don't have to be anything more than anyone else. We don't have to compete with them, and we don't have to strive with them. All we need to do is remember to call on our Lord. And by saying something as simple as a prayer, these prayers are so powerful, especially in Psalms. King David was so close to God. And these are the prayers that he himself said. It's such an honor to be able to recite them. It's such an honor to be able to say them. And so many times when there are things happening in life, if you go into them and you read them, you're going to find a psalm that speaks to what you are going through. Again, in the Bible, it says there's nothing new under the sun, and indeed it is true. If you look around, as much as you know, people might say, oh, we're so much better than the people from 2,000 years ago, actually, the only thing that's really different is possibly our technology and having a bit of modern advancement in some respects. But otherwise, we're the same. People are the same <laughs> now as they were 2,000 years ago. Okay, so I don't remember where I was in chapter 30. I'm just going to go ahead and start again. A song, a song of dedication of the house by David. I exalt you, Lord, for you have uplifted me and did not allow my enemies to rejoice over me. Lord, my God, I cried out to you and you healed me. Lord, you have brought up my soul from the grave. You have kept me alive that I should not descend to the pit. Sing to the Lord, you pious ones. Praise his holy name. For his wrath endures but for a moment. When he is conciliated, there is long life. When one retires at night weeping, joy will come in the morning. In my security, I thought, I shall never falter. Lord, by your favor, you have made my mountain stand strong. When you concealed your countenance, I was alarmed. I called to you, O Lord, and I made supplication to my Lord. What profit is there in my death? Am I going down to the grave? Can death praise you? Can it proclaim your truth? Lord, hear and be gracious to me. Lord, be a help to me. You have turned my joy, you have turned my mourning into dancing. You have undone thy sackcloth and girded me with joy. Therefore, my soul shall sing to you and not be silent. Lord, my God, I will praise you forever. Amen. Chapter 31. Composed by a destitute and oppressed David, running from Saul while placing his trust in God, this psalm instructs men to put his trust in God alone. For the conductor, a psalm by David. In you I have taken shelter, O Lord. I shall never be shamed. Rescue me in your righteousness. Turn your ear to me. Save me quickly. Be to me a rock of refuge, a fortress to deliver me. For you are my rock and my fortress. For the sake of your name, direct me and lead me. Remove me from the net they planted for me. For you are my stronghold. I entrust my spirit into your hands. You will redeem me, Lord God of truth. I despise those who... Oh, where did it go? I despise those who anticipate worthless sanities, but I trust in the Lord. I will rejoice and delight in your kindness, for you have seen my affliction. You know the troubles of my soul. You have not delivered me into the hand of my enemies. You have set my feet on spacious ground. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for I am in distress. My eye wastes away from vexation, my soul and my stomach. For my life 
is spent in sorrow, my years in sighing. My strength fails because of my inequity, and my bones are wasted away. Because of my adversaries, I have become a disgrace exceedingly to my neighbors and a dread to my friends, and those who see me outside flee from me. Like a dead man, I was forgotten from the heart. I became like a lost vessel. For I have heard the slander of many, terror on every side, when they assembled together against me and plotted to take my life. But I trusted in you, O Lord. I said, You are my God. My times are in your hand. Save me from the hands of my enemies and pursuers. Shine your countenance upon your servant. Deliver me in your kindness. O Lord, let me not be shamed, for I have called you. Let the wicked be ashamed. Let them be silent to the grave. Let the lips of falsehood which speak insolently against the righteous with arrogance and contempt be stripped them. How abundant is your good that you have hidden for those who fear you in the presence of man. You have acted for those who take refuge in you. Conceal them from the haughtiness of man in the shelter of your countenance. Hide them in a shelter from the strife of tongues. Blessed is the Lord, for he has been wondered in his kindness to me in a besieged city. I said in my panic, I am cut off from before your eyes. But in truth, you heard the voice of my pleas when I cried to you. Love the Lord, all his pious ones. The Lord preserves the faithful and repays with exactness those who act haughtily. Be strong and fortify your heart, all who put their hope in the Lord. Amen. Chapter 32. This song speaks of forgiveness of sin and of the good fortune of one who repents and confesses to God wholeheartedly. By David Amaskell. Fortunate is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Fortunate is the man to whom the Lord does not reckon his sin, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. When I was silent, my lips wore away through my limbs wore away through my wailing all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me, my marrow became dry as the drought of summer Salah. My sin I made known to you, my iniquity I did not cover. I said, I will confess the transgressions to the Lord, and you have forgiven the iniquity of my transgression to heaven. For this let every pious man pray to you at a time when you may be found. Indeed, the blood of many waters will not reach him. You are a refuge to me. Protect me from distress. Surround me with songs of deliverance forever. I will enlighten you and educate you in the path you should go. I will advise you of what I have seen. Be not like a horse, like a mule, senseless, that it must be muzzled with bit and bridle when being adorned, so that it not come near you. Many are the agonies of the wicked, but he who trusts in the Lord is surrounded by kindness. Rejoice in the Lord and exult, you righteous ones. Be joyously all you upright of heart. Amen. Chapter 33. This song teaches the righteous and upright to praise God. For the more one knows of the Torah's wisdom, the more should he praise God, for he knows and understands greatness. Sing joyously to the Lord, you righteous ones. It is fitting for the upright to offer praise. Extol the Lord with a heart. Sing to him with a ten-string lyre. Sing to him with these songs. Play well with sounds of jubilation. For the word of the Lord is just. All his deeds are done in faithfulness. He loves the righteous and justice. The kindness of the Lord fills the earth. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and by the breath of his mouth, all their hosts. He gathers the waters of the sea like a mound. He places the deep waters in vault. Let all the earth fear the Lord, so that all the inhabitants of the world tremble before him. For he spoke, and it came to be. He commanded it, and it endured. The Lord is an old transformation. He has spoiled the schemes of people. The house of the Lord stands forever, the thoughts of his heart throughout all generations. For sin is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people he chose as a heritage for himself. The Lord looks down from heaven, he beholds all mankind. From his dwelling place, he looks intently upon all the inhabitants of the earth. It is he who fashions the hearts of the mob, who perceives all their actions. The king is not saved by a great army, nor a warrior rescued by a great might. The horse is a false guarantee for victory. With all its great strength, it offers no escape. But the eye of the Lord is directed toward those who fear him, toward those who hope for his kindness. To save their soul from death and to sustain them during famine. Our soul yearns for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our hearts shall rejoice in him, for we have our trust in his holy name. May your kindness, Lord, be upon us as we have put our hope in you. Amen. Chapter 34. This psalm tells of when David was in grave danger while at the palace of Ephesus, brother of Goliath. David acted like a madman, letting his little one on his beard and writing on the door, Actions, king of God, owes me 100,000 gold coins. Leading access to an objective from the palace, 
In his joy, David composed the psalm and alphabetical sequence by David when he feigned insanity before Adamelech, who then drove him away and he left. I bless the Lord at all times. His praise is always in my mouth. My full glory in the Lord. Let the humble hear it and rejoice. Exalt the Lord with me, and let us extol his name together. I sought the Lord, and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never humiliated. This poor man called, and the Lord heard. He delivered him from all his tribulations. The angel of the Lord camps around those who fear him and rescues them. Take and see that the Lord is good. Fortunate is the man who trusts in him. Fear the Lord, you his holy ones. For those who fear him suffer no want. The young lions may want in hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Come, children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Who is the man who desires life, who loves long life, for him to see goodness? Guard your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are directed toward the righteous, and his ears toward their cry. The wrath of the Lord is upon the evildoers, who set their memory from the earth. But when they repent and cry out, the Lord hears and saves them from all their troubles. The Lord has spoke to the brokenhearted and saves those who have spirit. And he has the afflictions of the righteous person, but the Lord rescues them from them all. He protects all his bones, not one of them is broken. Evil brings death upon the wicked, and the enemies of the righteous are condemned. The Lord redeems his soul and his servants. All who take shelter in him are not condemned. Amen.
Obviously not if he's upset with that train. <laughs> so that's why it's really important for us to seek him every single day. And no matter what you're surrounded with. I mean, we look around and we see what the world is and how it is right now, right? But remember that in the Bible there are all these examples of these people who are surrounded by things. Think about Daniel. You know, after the war, um, he was taken away to the palace and he was there by himself. He wound up, I think, having three helpers, three boys, the ones who were thrown in the fiery furnace and did not burn because they trusted and they believed in God. But Daniel would give thanks to God. He would seek God's face and pray to him morning, noon, and night, three times a day. I remember that Daniel was placed in charge of all the magicians. So here are these people who are powerful magicians who didn't just know uh, what we consider magic today, which are trickery, right? Tricks, uh, sleight of hand. But in that time, they also did many different um, spiritual activities, magic, spiritual magic, spirit magic. So here you have a man of God who's in charge of these. And I definitely am going to be doing a more in-depth study of Daniel. That's something that I want to see if I can, um, I believe it's, this Sunday, I'm going to try to make sure that I have it ready by then. Uh, in-depth study on the Bless Your Family Empower Yourself call, the Family Empowerment call on Sunday uh, at 7 p.m. We are going to be talking about or studying Daniel. How is it that this man was able to survive and thrive as a godly person when all the people around him were practicing trickery and sorcery? And yet somehow he was able to stay clean and pure. And part of it is seeking his face morning, noon, and night, three times a day. So it's a great example. It's you know, an amazing place for us to start. We don't have to do anything super fancy. It doesn't have to be anything totally in-depth. But to take a, you know, a time, take a time where you can dedicate at least five, ten minutes to focus just on God and to bring him into your heart and into your mind. And what we do is we start getting used to it. If we can keep this up and make it a habit, it becomes routine. And that's the closer and co- we get closer and closer to the Lord, and we keep his presence with us longer each time. And so finally, it's kind of like he's around us most of the time. And it's not so much that he's not around us. It's more that we don't open ourselves to him. That we don't acknowledge his presence. So it's a great activity, a great Taking to practice. And so, yeah, those are some of the things we're going to be talking about while we do our study on Daniel. Now, a parent's prayer. It's particularly important to pray for good and upright children. While praying for this, one should also ask Hashem to provide them with all their needs and to send them their lives to meet. It was you, Hashem, our God, before creation, and it is you, Hashem, our God, since creation. From this world to the world to come, you are God. You created the world in order to make godliness known through your holy Torah, as the sages of blessed memory taught in the beginning the world was created for the sake of Torah and for the sake of Israel. For Israel is your nation and your heritage. It is a nation you chose from all others, to whom you gave your holy Torah and which you brought close to your great name. To ensure the continuation of your Torah, we receive from you, Hashem our God, two commandments. You wrote in your Torah, be fruitful and multiply, and you also wrote, you shall teach them to your children. These two commandments have a single purpose. You did not create the world so that it would be desolate, but rather that it be inhabited by people. It is for your honor that you may create it in fashion the world, so that we, our offspring, and the offspring of all your people, the house of Israel, know your name and study your Torah. And so we come before you, Hashem, King who reigns over kings, and we cast our supplications before you. Our eyes dependently look toward you until you'll be gracious to us and hear our pleas and grant us sons and daughters. And may they too be fruitful and multiply, they, their children, and their grandchildren until the end of all generations, 
so that they and we might be engrossed in your holy Torah, learning, teaching, safeguarding, performing, and fulfilling all the words of your Torah's teaching with love. Enlighten our eyes in your Torah and attach our hearts to your commandment to love and fear your name. Our Father, merciful Father, grant us a long and blessed life. Who is like you, merciful Father, who recalls his creatures mercifully for life? Remember us for eternal life, just as Abraham, our Father, prayed, O that Ishmael might live before you with fear of heaven. It is for this reason that I come to ask and plead before you that our children and grandchildren be upright offspring, that no blemish or imperfection be found in our children or grandchildren, that they enjoy only peace, truth, and goodness, and that they be upstanding in the eyes of God and men. May they become people of Torah, masters of Scripture, Mishnah, and Talmud, masters of the secrets of Torah, people of mitzvot and acts of kindness, people of sterling character, and may they serve you with love and with true internalized fear of heaven, not merely apparent fear. Please give each individual among our descendants all their needs in an honorable fashion. Grant them health, honor, strength, and give them stature, beauty, charm, and kindness. May there be love, brotherhood, and peace among them. Provide for them proper mates for families of Torah scholars and righteous God-fearing Jews or Gentiles. And may their mates also be blessed with everything we have asked you, grant them, since one's prayer can affect the lives of many. You, Hashem, know all these secrets, and before you all the recesses of our hearts lay bare. You know that all which we ask is for the sake of your great and hallowed name, and for the sake of your holy Torah. Therefore, answer us, Hashem, please answer us, for the sake of our holy patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, because the forefathers assist the offspring so that they grow to be branches which reflect their roots. Do so for the sake of King David, the fourth leg of the holy chariot, who sings, inspired by your Holy Spirit. A song of ascent. Praiseworthy is each person who fears Hashem, who walks in his path. When you eat the labor of your hands, you are praiseworthy, and it is well with you. Your wife shall be like a fruitful vine in the inner chambers of your home. Your children shall be like all shoots <coughs> surrounding your table. Behold, for so is blessed the man who fears Hashem. May Hashem bless you from Zion, and may you gaze upon the goodness of Jerusalem all the days of your life. And may you see children born to your children. Peace upon Israel. Please, Hashem, who hears our prayers, may the words of the prophet, and as for me, this is my covenant with them, said Hashem. My spirit that is upon you, and my words that are placed in your mouth shall not be withdrawn from your mouth, nor from the mouth of your offspring, nor from the mouth of your offspring's offspring, said Hashem, from this moment and forever, be fulfilled regarding us. May the expressions of our mouths and the thoughts of our hearts thy favor before you, Hashem, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. The Sadaqot for Children's Illnesses the following two verses are recited responsibly. Do not please place upon us guilt for our sin, that we have been foolish and that we have sinned. We have sinned not, forgive us our mother. O God, please cure now the illness of Israel, called the vine that is truthful, that shame, disgrace, and miserable is its fruit. Redeem it from ruin and from a womb that is festering. Answer us as you answered Abraham, our father, and Mount Moriah. We have sinned not, forgive us our mother. The banner and camp of the nation who will redeem the God's arm bared. Rescue them from plague and let them not become torn apart. Answer our call for the work of your hands, show yearning concern. Answer us as you answered our forefathers at the sea of reeds. We have sinned the rock, forgive us our mother. The merit of the rock Abraham, from whom you are hewn, today on our behalf reveal. Bear us from anger and guide us on a straight path. Cleanse our impurity in the light of your Torah, Torah is revealed. Answer us as you answered Joshua and Gilgal. We have sinned the rock, forgive us our mother. O God, see the ashes of the and Isaac and cause, the cure, and cause to sprout for us a cure. Bring an end to thunder and destruction, storm and tempest. Teach us and give us the wisdom of your word, which is flawless. Answer us as you have Samuel and Mishpah. We have sinned our rocks, forgive us our molded. The one who is perfect from the womb, Jacob, his roots do not allow to wither. Cleanse us from stain and disgrace, and let us not become miserable. Give us support so that we may be saved, and from your ways of kindness let us benefit. Answer us as you answered Elijah and Mount Carmel. We have sinned our rocks, forgive us our molded. Strengthen us through the righteousness of Moses, who was driven from the water, and forgive willful sin and unintentional sin. Save us from panic of death and backwards, let us not retreat. Command our salvation in our iniquities, let us not dissolve. Answer us as you answer Jonah in the innards of the fish. We have sinned our rock, forgive us from older. The holiness of your development, Aaron. Remember for the one Israel having lovely footsteps. Your mercy arouse, for we have been smitten doubly. Return us forcefully to your reverence, and let not be exposed our sins visible on the bottom of our garment. Answer us as you answer David and Solomon, his son in Jerusalem. We have sinned our rock, forgive us from older. Amen. The chapter of Manna. The commentators cite the Yerushalmi that one who recites this chapter every day is assured that his food will not be lacking. Levish explains that this chapter teaches that God provides each day's substance just as he provided the manna each day in the wilderness. May it be the will before you, Hashem our God and the God of our forefathers, that you provide a livelihood for all of your people 
the house of Israel, and my livelihood, and the livelihood of the members of my household included with them, with ease, and not with pain, with honor, not with disgrace, in a permissible manner, and not in a forbidden manner, so that we will be able to perform your service and study your Torah, just as you nourished our forefathers with manna in the wilderness, in a land arid and desolate. Exodus chapter 16, verses 4 through 36. Hashem said to Moses, Behold, I shall bring down for you food from heaven. Let the people go out and take the portion of each day on its day, so that I can test them whether they will follow my teaching or not. And it shall be on the sixth day when they prepare what they bring, that it will be double over what they pick every day. Moses and Aaron said to all the children of Israel, In the evening you shall know that Hashem took you out from the land of Egypt. And in the morning you will see the glory of Hashem when he hears your complaints against Hashem. For we are nothing that you should incite complaints against us. Moses said, When Hashem hears you in the evening, need to eat and bread in the morning for Sadi. As Hashem hears your complaints, that you incite against him. For we are nothing, not against us, your complaints, but against Hashem. Moses said to Aaron, Say to the entire assembly of the children of Israel, Draw near before Hashem, for he has heard your complaints. And it happened when Aaron spoke to the entire assembly of the children of Israel. They turned toward the wilderness, and behold, the glory of Hashem was seen in the cloud. Hashem spoke to Moses, saying, I have heard the complaints of the children of Israel. Speak to them, saying, In the afternoon you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall be fed with bread, and you shall know that I am Hashem your God. And it happened in the evening that the quail went up and covered the camp, and in the morning there was a layer of dew surrounding the camp. Evaporated the layer of dew, and behold, upon the surface of the wilderness was something thin exposed, thin like frost upon the earth. The children of Israel saw, and they said one to another, What is it? For they did not know what it was. Moses said to them, This is the food that Hashem has given you to eat. This is the thing that Hashem has commanded. Gather from it for each man according to what he eats, an omer per person according to the number of your people. Each man for whomever is in his tent shall you take. They did so the children of Israel, and they gathered, he who took more and he who took less. And they measured in an omer, and of extra had the one who had taken more, and the one who had taken less was not lacking. Everyone according to what he eats had they gathered. Moses said to them, Each person shall not leave over of it until morning. But they did not listen to Moses, and some people left over from it until morning, and it became infested with worms, and it sank. And angry at them was Moses. They gathered it morning by morning, every man according to what he eats, and in the heat of the sun it melted. It happened on the sixth day that they gathered food that was double, two omers for each one, and they came, all the princes of the assembly, and they told Moses. He said to them, This is what Hashem has spoken, a rest day, a Sabbath of holiness for Hashem is tomorrow. That which you wish to bake, bake, and that which you wish to cook, cook, and all that is left over, put away for yourselves for safekeeping until the morning. They pushed away until morning as Moses had commanded, and it did not sink, and infestation was not in it. Moses said, Eat it today, for it is Sabbath today for Hashem. Today you will not find. Sorry. Today you will not find it in the field. Six days shall you gather it, but on the seventh day of Sabbath there will not be any on it. It happened on the seventh day, some went out from the people together, and they did not find. Hashem said to Moses, Until when will you all refuse to observe my commandments and my teachings? See that Hashem has given you the Sabbath, therefore he gives you on the sixth day food for two days. You should remain each man in his place, and let not go out any man from his place on the seventh day. Rest of the people on the seventh day. They called the house of Israel its same manner. It was like the seed of coriander, but white, and its taste was like a cake fried in honey. Moses said, This is the thing that Hashem has commanded. An omer full of it shall be for a safeguard of treasure for your generations, so that they will see the food that I fed you in the wilderness when I took you out from the land of Egypt. Moses said to Aaron, Take one jar and put there an omer full of manna, and place it before Hashem as a safeguard of treasure for your generations. As Hashem commanded to Moses, Aaron placed it before the ark of testimony as a safeguard of treasure. The children of Israel ate the manna for forty years until they came to a land that was inhabited. The manna they ate until they came to the border of the land of Canaan. The Omer, a tenth of an epoch, it is. Amen.
Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.